Hey team, welcome back to Every Day of Garish, Jim NZ for another episode. Um, today we're just going to do, well, going to do follow up on the Q&A. Um, a few questions were fired in at us, so we thought, well, great way to sort of answer those, chuck it out on the wire. Also, we're going to have a look at the first 10 podcasts, um, I guess a bit of celebration in regards to those guys who came on board and willingly shared their stories so that we could share them with everyone else. And I'll rope my beautiful wife in here again. Hello everyone, thanks for having me back. You're welcome. So I thought we could start this Q&A session off with a quick five. Are you happy with a quick five? Uh, I'm just going to shoot you five quick questions. Let's go. Okay. I'm ready. All right. Favourite food? Tomahawk steak, crayfish, blue cod. Okay. Favourite drink? Whiskey on the rocks. If you could be any cartoon character, who would you be? Captain Caveman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You are about to be shipped away to a deserted island. You can take three objects slash things with you. What would they be? I'll take the ship. I'll take a knife. And then I would take water purification system. You can't take the ship. I'll take the dinghy. You can't take an object to float out of the island. <laughs> oh, like, um, then I would take satellite phone. <laughs> All right, beer girls. <laughs> if coffee was illegal, what would be its street name? Badger. 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 How did you come up with Badger. Because it sounds really awesome. Badgers are really cool. They're vicious. Wouldn't you call it something like beans or plunge? Plunger. No, that's messing rolling up to someone go, hey, can I get a bag of plungers? <laughs> no, man, but if you go like, I'm down for some badger, there we go. All right, okay. So now that you've you've done the quick five, let's talk about your pods. Yeah, okay, cool. Um. How, you know, we started in pod one. Pod one was amazing. <laughs> amazing. Six days, five nights. And now you're here. How are you feeling? Is it, is it, um, is it expected? Um, yeah, I, I think so. Uh, it's been sort of a learning curve in regards to sort of one operating in that sphere and, and reaching out and talking to people. But that's been fantastic in that respect. Uh I guess getting what I've got from it, I mean, it's been all about sort of learning and hearing from other people as well, So, which is the main thing behind it, those guys sharing their stories. So someone else out there potentially may see value and get some value from it, um, whether that's a, a cue for them to start on a journey or um, for them to sort of seek some solace in that fact that, hey, they're not alone, and then also to sort of share how they actually started in their own sort of fitness journeys that are based out of home as well. So there's been all these sort of layers to the conversations, not focusing particularly on one area, which has been cool in that respect. Eh? That's been awesome. It's been nice for us, well, for me as well, listening into the different conversations and the different people that you've um, spoken to on the podcast, the calibre of people and also how inspirational they are and what they're doing in their everyday lives, aside from 
working out at home as well. Is that what you've found talking to, um, you know, the different people that you've had on the podcast? Yeah, I think that's been a, a big part of it is everyone's sort of unique and they've got their own um, pathways that they're sort of carving out for themselves for a variety of reasons from entrepreneurs to, you know, small business owner, nurse to teaching. So, I mean, that's been really, really interesting to sort of um, – to hear from their perspectives how life is for them, especially because the entire world's been under that umbrella of COVID-19. Mm. Um, you know, had no, nobody's been untouched by that. So it's been sort of, it's been nice to sort of talk to those people and, as, and hopefully it's been really good for them to sort of even to have that moment just to say, hey, I'm going to talk about myself, yeah. about what I'm doing and how I'm feeling and what it's like for me and us under that sort of restriction of COVID-19. So that's been Eye-opening. Yeah. And you mentioned it just before, how you never know who's listening in or who it reaches. You know, sometimes it's just the one. Has it gotten easier for you as each pod, you've done each pod, has it, you know, the conversations, yeah. has it gotten easier for you? Um, I guess the first the first few are always a little bit, yeah. a little bit, um, you know, you think, oh, man, it's a bit it's difficult. Not like difficult, it's just like, oh, what am I going to ask? sound like a bit of a clown yeah. um but when you listen back on them you know they've they've been pr- pretty good mm. like I, i've really enjoyed them and i guess for every single person you're not going to have same a script of say 10 or 12 key questions you're going to ask them over and over again um it's just kind of like feeling out what who they are and what they've done um obviously you know a little bit about them already so that kind of helps um yeah. but it's been sort of a, a real good blend because it's been catching up with with friends, with people that I've known for a long time and then um, talking to a lot of people that I only know via uh, being a follower for Garish Jim and Z. Yeah. Um, so establishing those relationships has been really, really fantastic as well. Yeah, so it must be nice putting a sort of a voice to a picture or painting a picture of, you know, people in this sort of Garage Jim yeah. community. Yeah, yeah, I think that's been really cool because, I mean, the whole Garage Jim is – it's funny you go back to two thousand seven, six or five, and CrossFit kind of started. Mm. Uh, the community was pretty tight and open. I mean, it still is now, mm. um, but back in those days, I mean, in the early days, it was it was very much it's kind of like similar vibe yeah. to what the garage gym is about, and garage gym, home gym, or whatever you want to call it. But people that are working out at home, there's sort of a small-ish community which has grown um, over time. But a lot of these people have been working out at home for a number of years as yeah. well. So they've been doing it for a long time. So yes, I mean, it's great to put a, a face to a name and yeah. a and a voice to a person. So that's been really really cool because most of them have been done by Zoom. Yeah. So that really sort of breaks down all that, you know, the the barrier in regards to who's on the other end and all the rest of it. You actually see the person, and you know, it's cool. It's really nice to sort of do that. And it's um, you know, I, I see your list of um, podcasts. To yeah. roll out, yeah. There's, there's a few no names shortage. There. No, there's well, um, no, I don't think so. I mean, they're kind of like people I want to talk to. There are followers on the list uh, for Garish Jim and Z, and there's some other people. You, you know, you just kind of have you know a few messages go back and forth. And you think, oh, maybe really interesting to talk to that person. Um, yeah. See what they're up to, and then a couple of people that I actually know. So. It'd be nice to sort of have a chat with them from their perspective. They're all doing different things in life as well. Yeah. So 
there's a real mixture, eh? Some athletes and there's some that are not that well known, and there's people that are just like Joe Bloggs. They're they are they're a nurse, they're a teacher, they're a small business owner. Um, so I think it's I guess the premise behind every day is that it it's about sort of talking to people that fit in our community yeah. or are in our community that that could be you know, professional athlete all the way down to a mum or yeah. dad. And it's so beautiful, I mean, for me, because I see you before you go into your podcast and then I see you come out of your podcast and how inspired you are. And you always have a different word for each of your, yeah, you know, which is cool. And the words um, you know, come out of uh, inspiring or amazing or incredible. You're always coming out, come out flawed and it's quite nice for me to see that. You know, yeah. do you, you know, how do you feel that it's changing you as a person having these conversations? I don't know. Um, I guess it's sort of, I mean, I'm always, I guess I'm an inquisitive person anyway. And I do like talking to people and, and having a yarn and so forth and getting to know them more than what you kind of see. Yeah. Because um, there's a lot of this, I, I guess, in society now, especially with the way social media sort of boomed in the last 10, 12 years. It's been all about, okay, who is that? We think we know that person. But actually, you don't really know them. All you know is what's been put up. Yeah. Um, everyone's got a backstory or many backstories, and I think that's really a big plus in regards to this. Is that talking to all these people that I've been fortunate enough to talk to? You know, it's, it gives you a real, a real good appreciation of humanity and where people are in this world. Um, because we get thrown so much bad stuff. You know, you flick on TV, I don't know how often you sort of chuck it on. It's something always negative or mm. downtrodden or something that's that's not even obtainable for us because they're focusing on celebrities. Um, where there's what, 7 billion people, 8 billion people in the world, of which 95% or 99% of them are fantastic beings. And I think this is a really fantastic platform to sort of hear from them because they're integral and, our society and our communities. Um, And that's the cool part about it is that you're talking to, you know, all these different people, which is really great, and you're doing what you wanted to do in the first place, minus the training with them. You still have this platform where you're having these conversations, which is really cool. Yeah, and um, because the original concept was to, hey, we should maybe go around, vlog and, video and train mm. and have a chat and do this but um you know there's some logistic headaches and getting that organized and and potentially we'll do that you know in the summertime maybe go to a few local a few people but you know what we've done is established you know if they're either up here in Auckland and that then they're more than welcome to come in and drop drop by and have a jam and even you know catch up and then Vice versa, that sort of invitation has been extended back yeah. to us as well. And then the same with the guys overseas. They're like, if you're awesome. in Italy or yeah. in America, or in Australia, come and drop in and, you know, we'll have a barbecue or you can come and stay and we can train. So, I mean, that's really, really cool. Yeah. And I think if all your podcasts are anything to go off, I'm really excited for, you know, the next conversations that you have in your next podcast but also so nice to even go back and play some of the podcasts that you've done before as well because, you know, they're all really great stories, great people. Yeah, 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 100%, like really, really good people. Um, 
And I, th- I think we sort of mentioned, I was talking last night, I mean, wouldn't it be fantastic to do a podcast with every follower? Yeah. I know. I mean, that sounds kind of crazy, um, but wouldn't it be cool? Yeah. I mean, you had a record or um, a conversation with every single person um, that followed you, your page. I mean, that would be one one amazing undertaking. Um, but imagine the information and, and, and the learnings that you'd get from it. Yeah. And establishing of um, friendships, mm. um, breaking down, you know, barriers and cultures and all the rest of it and sharing it. Yeah. That would be pretty awesome to do that. That's cool. So what we're going to do is move into the Q&A. Uh, these are questions actually that you receive from your followers, your listeners, uh, via your social media platforms. Yep. So question number one, what's a good budget to have to kickstart a garage gym? Um, yeah, we get asked that a lot. And I think the key thing is, you know, set yourself a budget. Mm. If your budget's 300 or $500 or $1,500, then, okay, that's your budget. Yeah. Just stick to it. Don't yeah. go over and above that. No. Because um, you can still buy stuff or equipment that you need for that for that type of budget. If you've got big ticket pieces that you want to get, just save or wait for sales. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, stick to a budget. That's my advice. Don't overextend yourself. Yeah. And do you need a big space to start out? That's question number two. No, no, no you don't. I mean, if you have a big space or you have a double garage or – um, a spare room or shared, man, that's awesome. Mm. But no, you don't. You, you can no. start out in a, you know, on on your porch or in a, under a carport or just in the lawn. You know, you just if you had a little bit of space, a couple of meters either side of you, that's yeah. that's kind of all you need um, to start out. Um, it's when you get pieces like barbells, um, big cardio pieces, or you want to get like half racks or squat racks. Then you're going to have to get yeah, some space. That's but right. th- that's not an immediate thing to kickstart. Working out at home. No. Question number three, what are some cost-effective options for gym equipment in New Zealand? Um, I guess the first board, I'd say always check out or, or have an alert for Facebook Marketplace. Um, trade me sometimes, um, but definitely Facebook Marketplace. Also, some real good tips we got from um, a couple of people that we've already had on the podcast was – you know, check out the commercial gyms. They may be renewing equipment yeah. or um, updating stuff or offloading stuff. So just give them a buzz and say, hey, have you got anything that you're going to be offloading? Um, unfortunately, look for places also that may be closing down. Yeah. That's where you can get amazing fire sale deals. So yeah. if you're quick and you've got the money, get in there really quick and you get like dumbbells and plates and all the rest of it. Um, other real good tip would be just give like commercial – um, suppliers, just give them a call, see what see what they've got available, what packages they've got. And also if you're looking at buying, say, m- multiple pieces, give them a call and see if they'll do a bit of a deal with you. Yeah, that's some good advice. Um, does your partner mind you purchasing pieces for your garage gym? No, she doesn't because I do not tell her. <laughs> um, I just purchase them and they turn up and then I try and hide them. <laughs> <laughs> but you're pretty good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, I haven't purchased anything major for a long time and <laughs> the last things were a couple of steel maces, but no, I mean, it's anything real big ticket items. I'll ask her and say, Hey, this is going to cost two and a half grand. 
Um, but we haven't had that conversation because I haven't been gone out and got something that's worth two and a half grand yet. <laughs> can you import equipment from overseas suppliers? Uh, yeah, you can. You can um, from Australia. Australia has a number of um, suppliers over there. I mean, a good example is Rogue. They're there. Rogue delivers in Australia for free, but it doesn't deliver to New Zealand. So you can, but you have to pay for freight, mm. um, which you imagine would be quite expensive because everything's done on weight. Um, you can get stuff from China. Um, you can get stuff from America. I know people have brought stuff back from America, but they lived in America and they brought their, all their, yeah, the their gear back in their yeah. containers. Um, would it be advisable for you to go to America or to Australia and say, hey, or China and go, hey, go on and buy X amount of stuff and send it in? Mm. Um, if you've got the capital and you've got it for, you know, um, it's for a reason and a purpose and you can afford it, then all good, but end of the day, freight's going to cost you quite a bit. A shipping container is going to be anywhere from two to five grand. You're going, you're going to have to pay for weight if you're going through Rogue because they deliver through UBS. Oh, yeah. Um, and But you, you can. If you've got the money, cool. Go ahead and do it. Um, but be mindful that probably a third, the third of your cost is going to be freight. If you had one thing, so one item in, the, in your gym, what would it be? You could only have one. Just one. Mm, one item. Salt bike. <laughs> Better salt bike. Yeah, salt bike. Yeah, definitely. Um, the next question, what's the difference between a bike erg and a, and a salt bike? Yeah, okay. Or well, simple, simple answer to that is like a bike erg is literally a bike, a stationary bike uh, made by concept. So – um, and a salt bike has is a bike, but it has moving arms on it, so you can use your upper body to create motion um, to to push the bike forward. So this this slightly this slightly different. So yeah, the difference is bike erg is literally a bike, so quad dominant machine. Um, so you'll be tuning over your legs. Salt bike, you can use your arms, upper body, and your legs to pr- create motion. So mm. That's the real difference. The calorie outputs are different because they're different machines. Um, but understand, like bike erg is everyone who's got a bike erg really enjoys the bike erg. It gives them a different workout. Yeah, just like the salt bike would give you a yeah. different workout. So they're not the same no. piece of machinery. And it must, you know, depend on what you enjoy as well. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. If you're into stationary bikes and you've always liked that or spin classes and that, then you'll probably mm. potentially enjoy a bike erg if you want an assault bike, which is going to give you kind of like an all-body um, workout um, and options to sort of uh, push yourself a little bit further using just your arms or just your legs, then that's the machine for you. Yeah. And this question just in from an anonymous source, <laughs> other than a <You>? ski <laughs> – No. Anonymous source. Other than a ski erg, what are you planning to buy next that will arrive at your door? <laughs> um, and when? So I make a public announcement now that I will be getting a new rower. What? And, uh, <laughs> and, and either an, a new assault bike or bike erg. So what you're saying is if anyone would like to purchase or take via goodwill our <laughs> rower and assault bike. Yes. 
they are welcome to it. Yes. Um, this is like six months down the okay. track. Yeah, six yeah, months. yeah, yeah. So it's not immediate in the pipeline. I mean, I'm fortunate. Like I've had the um, the salt bike for about five years. So, and I've never had to do any repairs on it. So, I mean, they're pretty pretty hearty machines, and the rower. Do you remember the rower we got? And it was like three hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, it was. We um, looked it up on. I think it was Trade Me, the marketplace. And we yeah, found Facebook it. Marketplace, yeah, that's yeah. right. And I think they wanted to. Did we end up getting it for maybe a couple of hundred? Three hundred for a Concept Two rower. Yeah, yeah, and the person had never used it. And you had mentioned, you know, how you said if you're looking for equipment, one of the good ways you can do is, you know, approach a place. The great thing about having your own equipment is you're not going to get those, you know, the volume of people using your equipment. It's just you in your household. Yeah. So it lasts a bit longer rather than being. Yeah, 100%. I think that's, it gives you longevity. So I think if you buy, you bought, bought something brand new, um, that should pretty much last you for easily a decade. Especially if you buy, just say, I'm, I'm just going to use Concept2 as an example. If you bought one of their machines, a row, a ski erg or bike erg, that should last you for 10 years. They're so well made. Uh, and you're and you're not sharing it with 100 other people, mm. um, and you're going to look after it a little bit more. So it doesn't have the same high usage. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, 100. percent So you think you might you might spend two grand on a on a bike erg, but you spread that out over 10 years, it's 200 dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a real phenomenal return for those pieces of of equipment. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much it for me. With regards to the questions and the Q&A, thank you to those people who did send in uh, their questions. Um, also to the last anonymous person for clarifying <laughs> when the next purchase was and when. So how, are you going to sit at the window and wait for the trucks to turn up? No. <laughs> so it wasn't you? No, no, definitely not. <laughs> was it the neighbour? Yeah, the neighbour wants to know when, when the new machinery is going to be put in. I think the neighbours have looked out their windows and gone... Was it a truck outside? Yeah, no, their house great. again. Yeah. <laughs> and why is he helping them unload the truck? Um, which has happened a couple of times. People, I'll tell you, the delivery guys do not enjoy gym equipment being dropped off. No, <laughs> they're not. They're not big fans. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for that. Um, we thought we'd just keep it pretty short and. Um, answer those questions hopefully be some use to especially our New Zealand listeners um, in regards to sort of um, sourcing equipment and and sort of what to do and then how to publicly announce to your wife that you will be getting certain pieces in the next six months Um, so anyway thanks for listening guys Um, great to have you guys on board um, sharing our stories and following us on Garage Gym NZ so to stay healthy safe uh, out there and peace Peace out and we'll talk soon. Cheers, guys.